Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. How's it? Oh, it is something. So we are having a tornado warning at the moment. So it's a good thing that I record in the closet, Gretch. That's right. That's funny. (laughs) Tornado warning there. Tornado already landed at my house. It already, it happened. (laughs) Listen, I every time my husband's home for more than uh, twelve minutes, there is a tornado. Tornado comes uh, through, and and not just him, but it's it's actually probably not really him. It's just that he's here, so I can blame him for it. But really, the kids. Well, we are in the process of moving, and my kids just for extra fun have had early out all week. I'm having like PTSD oh. from when I used to like have to drop them off at preschool and you'd have to turn around like yeah. five minutes later. Well, we got that today too because of this tornado warning. And so it was like, I took the kid and then I get the text message. It's like, pick him up. Yeah, that's no fun. I need them to be gone a long time. <laughs> not that long but long till, enough to till two get o'clock yes yeah. until two o'clock please and they're so insane my child this morning said to me I said could we just let's I don't want to yell let's just <laughs> put on our shoes 
like the first time, you know, let's like get it going. Cause it really, it also really, she takes forever to get ready. And then she also hates being late. So I'm like, how about we not be late today? Yeah. And she says to me, okay, but only if you give me a marshmallow. (laughs) I'm like, where did that even come from? When would I, no, no, I do not negotiate with terrorists. No marshmallows. Oh my God. Just get ready. I, I would be like, wow, only one marshmallow. Here you go. Let's get this show on the road. No, 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 no sugar in the morning. No. Oh, I'm you're no fun. Not fun at all. Mm-mm. I'm real fun at night. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not, not like that. But... Oh, TMI, Gretchen. I didn't oh, really no. need to know that. Oh, geez, Louise. No. All business in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like a, a mullet. What do they call that? Business in the front, Par- party in bus- the back. That's, I don't party in the back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We are getting off to a, a rolling start. Oh, it's gonna be an it's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. I can already tell this case is gonna be a doozy. We've been talking. She won't tell me anything about it except for there's some sort of fraud. It's involved. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Oh, one thing I wanted to update everybody on is that last week I told you that squirrels have backs of steel and it doesn't seem like they can actually break their back because that one fell in front of my mother-in-law. Well, the very next day, one fell out of our tree. I already told this on Patreon. So if you listen on our bonus or Patreon, um, please excuse the double thing. But I just want everybody to know squirrels can break their backs. So I was wrong. Um, I'll be damned. You learn something new every day. And I just want to also say thank you to all of you that have subscribed on Apple uh, recently and or Patreon. Uh, We have a patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. We give one bonus episode of crime a month. And every week we give you an episode of fun facts. I'll leave it at that. Okay. So let's hear your crime, girlfriend. Okay, let's get to it. Okay, Tab. Today's case takes place in Tucson, Arizona. I have never visited, but I think I would like it. I have never visited either. You know, I am into the Southwest. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh Uh-huh. I think ever since, and they lived in Tucson and one of my favorite teenage movies was Boys on the Side. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah, I do. Right. Anyways, I love an Adobe style home in Tucson for under 300,000. You can buy a nice modest home, but if you've got 1.5 million lying around, you can buy me my dream home. I found it. You did? Yeah. It's in Tucson has a pool and a casita oh. and all those gorgeous wood beams and Sausalito tile. It's gorgeous. Okay. Okay. I'm going to send you the link. Save up your money. Save but up. you know what she did tell me this week is that her husband just wants to go surfing all weekend long. And so living in Tucson would probably not be the best for you. Uh, yeah. Probably not. Well, I'm sure because he has ants in his pants, he would find something active in the Arizona to do. But I think surfing helps keep us married because when he goes surfing all weekend, I get to sit on the beach and go drinking. Okay. And it's a good deal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. Back in the 80s, Mr. Gary Triano was fancied a big deal in the Tucson scene. He had made his money in real estate, but he hit it big, bringing bingo to the tribal casinos. Bingo was really a thing in the 80s. Listen, I love bingo. Like, seriously love bingo. So I would like it to come back. I agree. I wish it was more of a thing now. It does just stress me out because I need one hand for drinking. And like, maybe I need one of those um, hats, you know, where you put the thing on your head because you really, you got to be like firing on all cylinders with the markers for bingo. You do. But I do do find it to be a good time. Yeah. 
especially yeah. when you win. Especially, right? I would like to call bingo sometime. That would be fun. Okay. Well, so for a number of years, Gary and his wife were living the life of elites in the Tucson. You know, he was golfing and did the socializing at the country club and they threw big parties at their home on the regular. Gary was known to be the life of the party. He was just that kind of guy, real big personality, very attractive and newly divorced Pam Phillips met Gary at one of these parties that his wife threw, Mm -hmm. right? And for Gary, that's all it took for him and Pam to begin an affair. Within a year of Gary and Pam meeting, he finalized his divorce and married Pam in a big splashy affair on a yacht in San Diego. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. The talk around Tucson was that Pam was a gold digger, but to be fair to Pam, she was already a successful real estate agent in, you know, in her own right. So she was no stranger to hard work. She was worth $2 million when she married Gary. Well, shoot. Right? I think she's a gold digger. I mean, I guess. Well. How, it, much, did it, how much did Gary have? Gary had more. It definitely did not seem like it took Pam long to get accustomed to more than a $2 million net worth taste real quick. Got it. Pam and Gary rolled flashy. They bought a home at the country club. I just imagine that was a real bitter pill for the wife to swallow. I mean, to just get divorced and remarried, take over the country club, all that within a year. Yeah. I don't like that. Right. Yeah. And then they were jet setting on vacations all over the bougie map. You know, that map that only includes destinations with ports for big yachts, uh-huh. all airports for private planes. That's where all right. Went. And he had, he had a much bigger yeah. uh, net worth than two mil. Yes. Yes. That's what I'm saying. She got to like in that style. So these two were whooping it up like lifestyles of the rich and famous. They were a thing. Okay. I read they even palled around with Donald Trump and Marla Maples in their heyday. Oh, way back then. Way back then, which made me wonder, what is Marla Maples doing now? Let me tell you, she is looking good. I did a, uh, it wasn't a deep investigation. I just went on her Instagram and- Was this the first wife? Was this his first wife? No, Marla Maples. I'm talking about Marla. Who's Marla? Sorry. Okay, everybody else knows. Donald Trump left Ivanka. He had an affair with Marla Maples, and they were married, had a child. Who's the child? Do you know her name? Tiffany. Yes. Oh, Tiffany. Okay. Okay. Listen, I I can only keep so much in this brain in my head. Okay. Well, and so I just wondered, I mean, clearly it's, you know, Everybody moved on. I don't even remember how long they were married. I don't think it was very long. Anyways, Marla looked good then. She looks good now. From what I could gather, she spends her days look, you know, documenting how good she looks. Lots oh, gosh. Of, she looks good. I she's probably got some good doctors. Okay. I'm sure. All right. Well, anyways, Pam and Gary had two children together and Thankfully, this brought Gary's older children closer to him and Pam. They said, you know, it wasn't love at first sight for them with Pam in the beginning, right? It's got to be a little tumultuous, but they did grow to love her as their stepmother and they adored their dad. So it was all working out until it wasn't. Pam caught on that Gary's mouth was writing checks that His broke ass could not cash, so to speak, okay? You see, the real estate market crashed. And Gary was upside down in his investments. So at that point, he thought, you know, bingo, literally, I better throw all the the money I have left into the bingo thing, right? Oh, my God. Okay. But the laws changed. So that reservations could now keep all the money on their land. So they were like, we can manage ourselves. We don't need any outside management company to skim from us anymore. So 
Gary still continued to keep investments going at various casinos in other countries by borrowing money from people who were not exactly legit, the kind of people you would not want to owe money to. And this situation made for a hostile home life for Gary and Pam. Uh, I can imagine. Right? Okay. Yes. That seems scary. Yeah. She's like, this is not what I signed up for. You know, when we said for richer or for poorer, I only meant richer. Okay. (laughs) And I definitely did not sign up for your now stressed out ass, you know, sleeping with a loaded gun all the time because you have been borrowing money from some unsavory associates, right? Held to the no. Held to the no. So Pam went by. Okay. She filed for divorce after seven years of marriage in 1993. Their divorce was contentious. Pam filed restraining orders against him for harassment, and he filed a complaint against her for defamation. Pam was arrested at one of their divorce hearings for throwing water on Gary during the break. Can you believe that? Oh, well, no, I, yes, I can believe that. I think I would do that too. Throw water or have her arrested? I would throw water. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't have if you were married to Gary, he'd have had you arrested. Okay. I bet you he deserved his water on his ass. Maybe. Okay. Well, when they finally did settle, Pam got the house and moved herself. She sold it immediately after, right? And then she moved herself and the kids to Aspen. To give you an idea of Gary's predicament, he ended up filing bankruptcy and he claimed $1.3 million in assets and was $26 million in debt. And he had 74 pending lawsuits. So that's a lot. That's a lot, right? Okay. What's interesting about Gary is that despite all of this, he didn't like start keeping a low profile like you might think someone is his position might do, you know, maybe start working. You like you owe everybody and their mother money. Like maybe start working out the Y instead of the country club. Dude, by the way, that's kind of like the same thing with this basketball guy that stole everybody's money. He's still showing up. I guess. Like, wouldn't you, wouldn't you never show face again? No. I yeah, I, no. So crazy I, to me. No, I don't get it. Some people have no shame. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he still showed up at the country club, even though he owed them like a load of back news. He, oh, he came to the, his regular scheduled golf games, you know. I'm, I'm telling you, like, I don't think, I don't think there's anything people could do. He couldn't give it up being the big flashy guy. He still tipped $100 bills like to everyone all the time. Mm-hmm. which I watched an episode of Dateline about this. And one of his relatives is like, oh, you know, he just was always so nice. He was always giving out these hundred dollar bills. And I'm like, it wasn't his money to give. <laughs> Are we going back to Erica Jane? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Not yes. her earrings to wear. Not her earrings to wear. Exactly. Yeah. So I didn't, you know, he might have had his good points, but um, I didn't think that generosity in that respect was one of them. I thought it was very irresponsible. Pay your bills. Okay. Anyways, Gary had a new lady in his life right after his divorce from Pam. He was involved with a woman named Robin, who he fathered his fifth child with. His relationship with Robin ended up being uh, real short-lived. They broke up while she was still pregnant. And even though those two got along in regards to custody, things weren't so copacetic with Pam. Gary wanted to pick them up in a plane he was piloting and take them back to Tucson from Aspen. And that terrified Pam. I mean, you, you and I both have are terrified of the small planes uh-huh. too, yeah. right? And she had a mm-hmm. thing about, you know, the big, the mountains and the weather and uh, all that, listen, not letting my kids get in there. I agree with her. 
Yeah. And he seems like kind of a show off. Like maybe you don't take piloting real serious. Mm -hmm. Not with my babies. No way. Okay. So Gary says, okay, like meet me in Denver and I'll fly out of there, whatever. But that is 10 hours round trip drive from Aspen. So Pam wasn't really feeling that either. After all, Pam was a busy lady. Uh, She had settled into Aspen life. She hired a nanny because according to him, she was on the hunt for a new husband and she had a new man. She had a $20 million net worth minimum. And so that meant a lot of extra nights out for Pam. Uh, While she was waiting on her next sugar daddy to make an entrance in her life, she had a couple of interesting side hustles going. She was trying to get into the real estate game in Aspen. You know, that's what she had done previously. But as you can imagine, it's pretty competitive there. And she also had invested in some property in San Diego that was pretty valuable, but it was tied up in litigation. And then she had this business called Star Babies. She uh, fancied herself an astrologer or something. Oh, that kind of star. Yeah, that kind of star. Yeah. It was some kind of business that was all about children's astrology. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, to quote Keith Morrison, the thing about Pam is she's not afraid of work, which like I like. She has all these hustles going on, right? Yeah. But at the same time, she wasn't really a girl on a budget. You know, she's like what they say, you know, champagne taste on a beer budget. She had accustomed herself to a certain lifestyle and she just was not going to give it up. She would just fake it until she made it again or met Mr. 20 million minimum net worth. So it seemed a little off to Pam's nanny, which by the way, was a dude, which I like that. Right. My friend has a, a dude. A dude nanny. Babysitter. A manny. A man, a yeah. Man, a, yeah, a manny. Right. Yeah. That's what they're called. All right. Well, this dude, you know, knew what Tam, Pam's deal was. And so he thought it was uh, different that she was hanging out with her neighbor, Ron Young. Ron started coming over a lot. The nanny got the impression that things were getting romantic. Serious. Yeah, right. Based on some phone calls that were recorded, whether it was romantic or not, but I think it was like a little bit, okay? Um, It seems like Pam did a lot of confiding in Ron. He knew all about her finances and that she was on the brink of running out of the money that she did have which she, of course, blamed all this on Gary. She said he didn't pay her enough in child support and he was the reason her money was all tied up in the San Diego property. It was his fault that it was in litigation. She also told Ron she was terrified of Gary, that he had threatened to kill her, and she always worried that he would kidnap her children. And Ron's reaction seems like he's invested in Pam's personal life, but Ron says he was just doing lots of work for Pam and her business. Ron fancied himself a business advisor of sorts. His business, as it turns out, was basically, I will help you grow your business if you simply give me access to all your financial info. And by the time you figure Mm -hmm. out I'm not capable of helping you grow, I will have drained you and taken out credit cards in your name. Oh my God. I know, typical fraudulation stuff. Uh-huh. So just a little more about Ron. So the nanny is like, I'm, you know, Pam was hot. She had a, t- you know, she wanted 20 million and handsome. Ron's not handsome. Not, not handsome, but you know, didn't fit Pam's regular kind of guy. And he certainly didn't have any money, right? So it's a little sus. Pam eventually called the police to report Ron as fraudulating her star baby's business. But oddly, she never followed through with her complaint. But 
didn't really matter because Ron's business model caught up with him eventually when other businesses did follow through with their complaints. And Ron conveniently thought it was time for a change of venue. So he bounced out of Aspen in a rented minivan. That minivan ended up getting impounded in Yorba Linda, California which is where Ron has some family. And when the impound yard told Ron his van was flagged and the police were on their way down to chat with him about that, Ron decided not to stick around and hear what they had to say. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm, I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And they have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. This episode is sponsored by Astapro. Thanks, Astapro, for providing Tab and I with samples. Shout out to all my allergy suffering friends out there. You know how they say it's that time of year for allergies? Well, for me, it sort of feels like it's always that time of year. I thought I had tried everything until I recently discovered Astapro. Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength, indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. It's faster, bro. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Clink, clink. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC, Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC, member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. So the van ends up getting returned to Aspen and the police go through its contents and they find maps of Tucson, a sawed off shotgun, 
and divorce papers from Pam and Gary Triano's divorce and an Arizona license plate. The detective that was investigating Ron for fraud thought, hmm, this guy might be up to something more shady than fraudulation, but he didn't have any idea what that could be until two weeks later. He was watching the news and there was a really horrific pipe bomb explosion in Tucson, Arizona. The bomb was planted in a man's car at a country club and detonated when he got in after he played a round of golf. It was Gary. Oh, it was Um, Gary? Yeah, it was Gary Triano. And it occurred to the detective that he knew that name because he had seen the divorce papers in Ron Young's van. So he calls down to Tucson and says, hey, I think this guy might be involved in your bombing situation up here in Aspen, but actually we don't know where he is right now. Well, that correspondence was noted by the Tucson police, but they were following a lot of leads at the time. You know, Gary had made a lot of people not so happy. And given the kind of sophisticated, dramatic effect of the whole car bombing thing, you know, word on the street Mm -hmm. was it was in some way organized crime connected. So they start eliminating Gary's business associates and Gary's lovers, past loves, all those people as well. Of course, all of his exes were interviewed and cleared. The only ex that really benefited from Gary um, dying was Pam because she had a $2 million life insurance policy on him. But Pam was cleared. She was, a, she was hundreds of miles away and no one in their circle was pointing a finger at her for being involved in this. You know, his kids liked her. Hey. Gary's family says he was a great dad and present for all his kids, but they didn't really know what was going on with him in business. You know, it was kind of like he had a lot of things hidden from his family. So they were real open to like, we don't know who he does business with. Like, yeah, anyone could have killed him. Right. Right. You know, they did know he was broke now. Right. So Pam had maintained a relationship with Gary's older children. In fact, his daughter went to live with her after she collected that $2 million life insurance policy and built a real nice place in Aspen with her. So his daughter went to live with her stepmom, essentially, or her old stepmom? Yeah, she went to go live with her old stepmom to help her with the whole star babies business. Okay. Okay. So I imagine that $2 million went a whole lot farther in Aspen in 1996. Because I mean, right now, right. let me tell you what you can get for $2 million in Aspen. A two-bedroom condo. Oh, well, I'm, I'm even shocked you can get that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I know. I mean, you can not one of those for $2 million there. Not one of those like fancy, you know, chalet no. style. No, like a, your, your basic thousand square yeah. feet, two bedroom condo. Yeah. Okay. So years go by and Gary's case went cold. After almost a decade in Tucson, detectives decide to re-examine the case and realize that Ron Young was a suspect that they were never able to rule out, but they still can't find him. So the detectives call America's Most Wanted, and they aired an episode about him. Turns out Ron had been in Florida and he's got a bad back, just like your squirrel tab. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the squirrel didn't make it. So hopefully it was a little better than, well, it was a little, well, yeah, maybe it's like the first squirrel that fell, you know, it got a little stunned. Yeah. Well, he got a little stunned because his chiropractor turned him in to America's most wanted. 
They arrested him in 2005 when he showed up for his standing appointment for the fraud charges. Okay. Good for that chiropractor because, you know, he's losing business turning him in. Yes. Good for that chiropractor. Well, I feel like some people would just think about themselves and be like, really like the, you know, $150 every other day thing. True. But I mean, nailing, getting your client busted on America's Most Wanted. I mean, that kind of makes you the town hero. I'll bet he got more business out of it. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's a great story. Anyway, so they busted Gary for the, or not Gary, Ron for the fraud charges. But, you know, they really wanted to talk to him about Gary's murder, right? So, of course, when they ask him, he says, well, he didn't know what exactly they were talking about. Well, they became real convinced that he did know what they were talking about when they searched his apartment and found his computer with emails containing correspondence with Pam that included FedEx tracking numbers from Aspen and an Excel spreadsheet of payments she had given him over the years. And the real nail in the coffin was all the phone calls that Ron had recorded with Pam on cassette tapes. Oh, dude, way back when. <laughs> that's a lot of work. Oh, my gosh. That's so much work. <laughs> so these people that be recording, I mean, we're recording and we were basically record our conversations every Thursday on Patreon. But it is a little bizarre when people just record shit all the time. It's suspicious. It's it's it is strange. Although, you know, sometimes I would like to have a recording going on all the time of my husband because, you know, he says he didn't say something. And I'm like, yes, you did. Yeah, right. Yes. Yes, you did. I want to rewind the tape. Let's play that back again. Okay. Anywho. So these recordings, they never say like, hey, remember when I bombed your husband so you would give me a portion of that life insurance? That was crazy. But Mm -hmm. they do say like, you owe me four and you got your 1.6, which adds Mm up to 2 million. Uh And um, she was late on some of her payments. And so they argued on one of the phone calls and he threatens her saying, you know what you are not going to do? You're not going to like it when you end up in prison for murder. I, it was an argument over like, he was like tacking on interest and shit. And she was like, I'm not paying more than that. She's okay. okay. So he's like, well, maybe you should. Okay. So they were able to get a, based on that, a search warrant for Pam's home in Aspen. But Pam is a little smarter than Ron. (laughs) They didn't find anything that linked Pam to Ron or the murderer. And so she was a free woman. The fraud charges against Ron ended up getting dropped. But they did sentence him to 10 months for a illegal firearm charge. So he did his 10 months and then he was released. So when all of this happened, Gary's children got around, including his daughter that had lived with Pam after Gary had died, to reading the arrest report and all the trans, which included all the transcripts of the phone calls between him and Pam. And they were thinking like, what the hell? You know, all this time we, we thought Pam was our friend, but she is not, she is our foe. Okay. So they talked to authorities in Tucson about charging her and Ron, but they weren't feeling it because they didn't feel they had enough evidence at the time. Well, that didn't sit well with them. And so they filed a wrongful death civil suit against Ron and Pam. This kind of revived the big Gary Triano story in Tucson. It was a real big deal because Gary was very well known. And so people say that the headlines uh, that that civil suit was making put some pressure on the powers that be. Mm -hmm. to do some criminal charging. 
And so finally they did. Ron was arrested in California, but arresting Pam was a little trickier because she had decided to take herself on a European excursion to visit her daughter who was over in Switzerland going to school. While she was there, she had met her Mr. $20 million net worth minimum. Right? Yeah. So, of course, Pam decided, I think I'll just stay here in this $5,000 a month apartment with my new boo instead of facing the music in Tucson. But also she got to thinking, maybe it's a good idea to move around periodically from country to country, which in Europe is not hard to do, right? Right. What Pam didn't know is that they were tracking her cell phone the whole time. They knew where she was, but it still takes a minute to arrest someone and extradite them in a foreign country. So while Pam is bouncing around, Gary's children won the civil suit that they had filed against her. And after a year of her extended Euro vacay, Pam was arrested in Austria and taken back to Tucson and charged. So Ron went to trial in 2010 and was found guilty and sentenced to life. Pam's trial was put off for another couple of years on account that she was ruled incompetent to stand trial. She told, I mean, she knew like all the cards to play. She told a psychiatrist that she thought she had a tracking device on her and someone's been following her for years. That's a good one. Yeah. Right. Okay. But two years after her arrest and 17 years after Gary's murder, Pam went to trial. Now, let me tell you, she did have some pretty compelling defense arguments like there was DNA found on the bomb and it did not belong to Pam Pam? or Ron. Oh, and there was no real physical evidence putting either of them there. As for the life insurance motivator, Pam's defense argued Pam had stopped paying the premiums, which was true. A friend of hers had been paying them for her. Now, this part is like, okay, yeah, I would think, you know, good for Pam. She stops paying the life insurance. But if you're going to kill him for the life insurance, wouldn't you make sure that you were all caught up or that your friend was all caught up, right? Yeah. Well, she didn't do that. So that makes her seem a little innocent. But what makes her seem a little guilty is like the very day that Gary died, she called the insurance company and found out and then called her friend frantically and was like, how could you not make the payments? And then Pam overnighted a payment, you know, got it to them within their grace period the next day. So then that makes her sound a little guilty, right? Because it's like, it's oh, the like first thing you're saying. Yeah, yes. the first thing you're thinking is life insurance. Yeah. Not I mean, the father of your children. Come on. Okay. So she and Ron say that she owed him money, being Ron, mm-hmm. over the years, which is what they're talking about on the phone calls, because of that property in San Diego. 400000 Yeah a lot apparently right and the talk about her going to prison for murder was him extorting her that he knew that she had been a suspect and he was threatening to call the papers or just embarrass her or something okay so also they had this is probably the best thing pam had going for her they had a theory about another associate of Gary's who wanted Gary dead. This person was particularly interesting because he had a big affection for military weapons and a lot of friends who were into that sort of thing. 
Well, with all the paperwork that, you know, I mean, Ron saves everything clearly, right? Right. They never found anything linking him to having any kind of knowledge of a bomb building or that kind of thing. Okay. But this guy knew all about bombs. Apparently, after the Oklahoma City bombings, this dude's girlfriend at the time went to the authorities and said, I think he was involved. Yeah. Yeah. That was never proven, of course. But I mean, that makes you go, hmm. Right. Sounds like bombs were his thing. So also this man's doctor testified that he had told him on multiple times that he really wanted Gary dead. The problem for Pam and Ron was that now that guy was dead. He had died of a drug overdose a few years back. And so he was no longer available for questioning. I mean, it's kind of a weird thing, right? It's like, yeah, even if there is another suspect, if they're dead, they just don't like follow through with it. Try to prove. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So the jury didn't buy any of it. No way. Yeah. They found Pam guilty. So it is, there is some, what do you think? I think she had a pretty compelling defense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It didn't help Pam's case that her former friend testified that Pam had told her that she should just, she's so sick of dealing with Gary. She should just hire a hitman. Oh yeah. That's not a good thing. You know, you always say pretty people get away with stuff, but I guess Pam didn't get away with it. Well, not forever, but let me tell you, she wasn't as pretty 17 years later. She wasn't. Oh, if prison not, did, not prison, at all. Didn't, prison didn't work on her. Yeah. Okay. So Pam is now serving a life sentence in Arizona. Gary's children, excluding the ones that he had with Pam, spoke mm-hmm. at her sentencing and said she was awful and she was getting what she deserved. Oh. Pam spoke back. Oh. And said, she's innocent. I'm innocent. Just so all of you all know, I am innocent. She's been appealing. All her appeals have been denied. And like I said, her last, I don't, I mean, I hate to pick on anyone for looks. She's not, she's still an attractive woman. It just is that her last mugshot looks like she's done some aging. And Pam strikes me as the kind of person who would have been getting a lot of spa treatments, Botox, all that, all of that by now. So this was not what she anticipated her current age. Well, I guess she doesn't need the 20 mil in the clink in the clink right okay so i mean i kind of went back and forth right it could be a coinkydink crazier things that have have happened but i read a book about pam called socialite scorned by author carrie crab and she thinks she's guilty for sure and she She spent she does and she spent a year interviewing everybody that knew Pam. And so, and I mean, so there's that, like, I, um, I'll, I'll take your word for it, Carrie. And, um, Pam has her own children. Yes. And I could not find them. So I don't know what they're, what they think. I mean, there's enough for them to believe she's innocent. So maybe they just are keeping a low profile and they just, Hope that one day Hope she would get a it's, it's real. It's real hard for kids to believe their parents you know are what? murderers would... unless you're this one crazy lady going around saying her dad was a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the dad's dead. So you can't do anything about it anyways, I guess. I wonder if they could take that DNA now and test it that they found on the bomb. Well, they should, right? And like put throw it, it through the the see the twenty three and me. Pull up some mitochondrial. Find out the connection to who's related to who. Process they won't of do elimination. The twenty three and me, but they'll do it through. Like, well, no, but because so many people have put their DNA into twenty three and me, that's how they make the family connection. No, they it, well, 
you're right about that, but not with 23andMe. They do it through Ancestry. 23andMe oh, okay. will release Sorry. that stuff. Okay. So you're safe if you want to go get a 23andMe. They haven't released, they won't release data like that to the police. But Ancestry, I think Ancestry will. Well, I'm all Although for I it. think all they of them should. should do it. They should. <laughs> But it could be a violation of your rights at some weird Who gives a shit? That's how they got the Golden State Killer. Let's get them. Get them all, And you get the right person when you have the DNA. I know. I I agree. I'm I'm in for getting the right person. I am too. Not the wrong one. I really am. I know. I know. Wow, that was a good one. I like the fraud. And it's a a lady killer, per se. Per se. She You're is not totally convinced. You might have like another Scott Peterson on your hands for you. Oh my gosh, right? I mean, she hired this guy Ron to do it. She didn't do it. She's guilty. She's guilty. She, yeah, she might be. Yeah, I, I think she is. You guys can tell us what you think. Yeah, please. All right. Well, thank you for that, Crutchy Poo. If you guys want to hear more of us or if you want to hear our episodes ad free, that is how you do that on Apple subscription. Um, if you like our ads, which are not so bad, you guys, right? Um, unless they're like ones that we don't do. We don't know what those are about. You can listen to us on Patreon. Also, uh, we did put up a Halloween video of us dressed up. Hopefully it's updated because um we did add some stuff there so you know exactly who we dressed up as. Uh, and we are going to start doing YouTube Skies. So please follow us there. It's HWTC, right? Housewives of True Crime. Yes. Um, and I think that's it. If you haven't rated or reviewed us, please do that. And please, please tell your friends about us. Um, that is... Uh, spreading the word, you know, that's, that's where it, where it is. Is that it, Gretchy? I think that is a wapadoo. All right. I need a coffee before the tornado hits. Oh, <laughs> oh, and please pray that it doesn't. I'm just kidding. Hopefully this storm is not what they're saying it's going to be. Anyways, um, until Thursday for you guys that listen to the bonus and, and until next Monday for all of you that don't clink, 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 clink.